We'll be concluding Simon Reish Memches today. We'll be doing Sif Dalid. Up until this point, we've been discussing the restriction of boarding a boat right before Shabbos, um, unless there are certain exceptions. And now in Sif Dalid, we're going to apply some of the principles we've learned until now to a case where you're traveling through the desert. Says the Mechaber, Hayotzim b'shiyarab midbar. If you're traveling with a caravan through the desert, and everyone knows that you're going to have to be Mechal Shabbos. Based on danger, they can't just sit there in the desert by themselves. So what do you do, knowing full well you're going to be Mechal Shabbos if you start traveling? And then similar to the case of the boat, three days before Shabbos, you're not allowed to go on that journey. However, on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, then you would be allowed to go. Parenthetically, we see the sheet of the Mechaber in contrast to the Gra, that the latest time you're allowed to go, if it's not Ledvar Mitzvah, would be on Tuesday. And then if afterwards, if you left the proper time, and a Sakana arrives on Shabbos, um, then it's mutter ve'ein kan chilul. So as long as you're going in the in the first three days of the week, even though sakana might come on Shabbos, it's mutter just like boarding a boat. However, says the Machaber, Yisrael, if one is making aliyah to Eretz Yisrael, im nizdamna lo shayara filu Shabbos, if a caravan comes even Friday, kevin tadvar mitzvah hu yochel rosh, because it's a mitzvah to go to Eretz Yisrael, then you're allowed to leave even on Friday. However, you should stipulate with them to, to stop and to rest on Shabbos. And if once you're in the desert together with them, they have no real desire and they have no real intentions of stopping on Shabbos, you're allowed to continue traveling with them outside the Tchum because of Pikuach Nefesh. So the case of Ola Eretz Yisrael would be analogous to the case we had before, with boarding a boat, Erev Shabbos is mutter, when it's Ledvar Mitzvah. And just like we said before, the Mechaber is paskating like Rabbi Yehuda Nasi in contrast to Rabbi Gamliel, that you have to stipulate with them not to travel on Shabbos. The same thing would be true here as well. We're going to see in the Mishnah in Bruah that that stipulation in this case is actually more severe. It's more than a formality but because it's very likely that you're going to be Mechal Shabbos uh, in this situation, in contrast to the case of the boat, you would really have to make it clear that they have to stop on Shabbos, and only if, by chance, they they don't listen to you, then you're allowed to continue traveling with them for Pikuach Nefesh. Uh, we'll analyze, in Mitzvah Shem, briefly, what exactly is the mitzvah of Ola Le'eretz Yisrael, and when does it apply. The Mechaber continues, V'im nichnas le'ir achas b'Shabbos, if you enter into one city on Shabbos, you're allowed to walk around the entire city. And even if you get to right outside the city and you want to enter into the city, it's mutter to go throughout the entire entire area of the city. The kevan, the devar mitzvah, since you went for a devar mitzvah, you're going to Eretz Yisrael, then you have 2,000 amos in all directions. Says the Ramah, Yesh Omrim, Shekol Mokum Shadam Holech, Lishora Oliros Penechavero, Choshev Hakol Devar Mitzvah. 
Until this point, we really haven't given a good definition of Devar Mitzvah. We gave an example of going there to Israel, but now the Ramah comes along and says, somewhere of the opinion, that the way we define Devar Mitzvah is very broad. If you're going for business, or you're going to see a friend, Choshev HaKol Devar Mitzvah, that's all in the category, Devar Mitzvah, and you'd be allowed to leave on the boat, or in this case, um, into the desert, even on Friday. The only time we say it's a Rishos and not a Mitzvah is if you're going for a Teol, you're going just to, uh, to walk around for a visit. And based on this, in some places they have the custom to be mekel, that people do board boats or they do go on a, with a caravan within three days. Because they assume everything they're going for, it's parnasa to see a friend, it's all in the category of our mitzvah. Their masses don't make a macha because they definitely have valid shitas to rely upon. <laughs> Let's take a look here. Sifkat and Chafhe, Lechalel Shabbos. Simchabir said, if you're going with a caravan to the desert and everybody knows, Hakol Yodim Shehem Srichem Lechalel Shabbos, says the Mishnah Bura, Filu Isidur Banan, even if you know you're going to do an Isidur Banan, not De Raisa. The same halach would apply. You can't go three days beforehand. However, chavav biyom rishon b'sheni b'shlishi, you'd be allowed to. Kavar nisbar hatam mishum dehem nikrim al shem Shabbos over. Those three days of the week are viewed as the the post part of the previous Shabbos. Ve'ein sarich lizar ata shelo and at this point of the week, you don't have to be overly concerned about Chilas Shabbos coming up. If you know for sure that by joining this caravan, you're going to be Mechal Shabbos, it would be also to join them even if you were to leave Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And based on this concern of the Ravaz, some go on a caravan and they, uh, they tell themselves, they make up with the group, we're going to be in some level of Sakana, but we're not going to be Mechalo Shabbos. And why do, they, why do they put themselves in this danger and make this stipulation they're not going to be Shabbos? In order so we shouldn't view it retroactively, that they left Be'isr, because they were going to be Mechal Shabbos. So the main question here is, how are they allowed to put themselves at a Mokom Sakana? We paskin, ha-machmir bakom chashash Sakana b'schayi b'nafsho. If you're machmir, when you should be mekel for Bikuach Nefesh, it's a terrible thing to do. So Ramosh is a tshuva where he explains they're not really, it's not a real Sakana Stafashos, it's some kind of quasi-level, so they're not really in violation of that Isser. But nonetheless, it's not a simple thing to leave when you know you might be in violation of Malacha. So the Mechaber said, as long as you leave in the right time, if afterwards on Shabbos something happens, something happens to arise that's a dangerous situation, we have to Mechal Shabbos for Pikuach Nefesh, that's not an issue. It's Pasha, though, you can't promise the group that you'll take charge of one particular Malacha on Shabbos. 
even though that might lose your spot in the group because they're not going to want you to join them. But even if it's for Dvar Mitzvah, you can't stipulate explicitly that you're going to Mechal Shabbos, even if that means losing the opportunity to join that caravan, even the Dvar Mitzvah. Sivkat and Chavches. However, the Machaber said, so some say that's only if you're leaving to actually live there to make Aliyah. And some say even if you're going only for a visit and you're going to return home afterwards, that's still considered a mitzvah. Just walking for Amos and Eretz that's also a mitzvah. And for sure, according to the, the broad definition of the Var Mitzvah of the Ramah at the end of the Simon, even going to Eretz Yisrael for a, for a visit would be in the category of the Var Mitzvah, which would allow you to leave on Erev Shabbos. Now, the discussion of whether or not living in Eretz Yisrael is a mitzvah is a massive one, and we've spoken about this before in previous shirim. The, the basic Mar Makomos, the Rambam and the Sefer HaMitzvos, does not list it as one of the mitzvos, and therefore, according to some Achronim, they feel the Shitas Rambam is that there is no mitzvah deraisa to live there in Eretz Yisrael. Other Achronim debate that, and they say, although he doesn't list it as a separate mitzvah, it's included in other mitzvos. The Ramban, at the end of the, uh, the Sefer Mitzvos, is broken down to the, the positive mitzvos and the negative mitzvos. And the Ramban, in his commentary, he, at the end of the positive mitzvos, he mentions the, the positive mitzvahs that, according to his calculation, the Rambam left out. And one of those mitzvahs is the mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael. The Ramban quotes the Pasuk in Pashas Masai, that you should enter the land to inherit the land and to dwell within it. And really from that Pasuk and others, the Ramban derives that there, there are two aspects to the mitzvah. One is the Kavisha, the conquering of the land, and then the Yishuv, which is the settling of the land. So uh, likely it's a machlokis, the Rambam and the Ramban, regarding the mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. On a halacha lemaisa level, there are many, many sources here, but to jump to halacha lemaisa, Ramosha has a tshuva, and this is in the Evna Ezer, uh, the first chilek of Evna Ezer, at the very end of Simon Kuf Beis, regarding this question. Ramosha writes, regarding your issue of Yesh mitzvah achsha of Lodor Eretz Yisrael, Karamban, oh, Karabin Chaim, the Tosvas and Ksubas Daf Kov Yud, the Eina Mitzvah Bisman Hazeh, Tosvas and Ksubas says that there might not be a Mitzvah Bisman Hazeh because we're not Bikim, we don't know how to do all the Mitzvahs to Luyus Baaretz. So, how do we Paskin? Do we go like the Ramban? Do we go like the other Bishonim? Says Ramoshi, Ne Rova Poskim, Savidahu Mitzvah. Rova Poskim hold that living in Israel is a Mitzvah. But Ramosha says it's posh, it's not a mitzvah chiyuvis. It's not something that you have to do. Because if you were to say that it's a mitzvah chiyuvis, that means living anywhere outside of Eretz Yisrael is also your big mavatal and say. It would be analogous to wearing a baguette of four corners without having tzitzis. So, 
The only Yisra we find, says Ramosha, is that if you're living in Eretz Yisrael and you want to move in order to make your new residence in Chutz Laaretz, then that's a problem. It's a Rambam in the Malachim. And even there, there's certain exceptions the Rambam goes through. If there was an Isser for everyone living in Chutzlaretz, the Rambam should have told us in general, Osser Lishkon Chutzlaretz. So uh, it's clear that it's only a mitzvah kiyumis, it's not a mitzvah chiyuvis. And the major nafkamina here would be that when it comes to a mitzvah chiyuvis, we don't care about your cheshbonos. Obviously, there are certain piturim or exceptions, but in general, if it's going to impact my simcha sachayim or it's going to impact me a little bit financially, usually these cheshbonos don't play a role when it comes to the mitzvah chiyuvis. Um, once we're saying that the, the mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael is a mitzvah kiyumis, according to Ramosha, so then obviously these other factors do play a major role. Um, will I have friends? Will my children have uh, the schools that will be right for them? Uh, all these things come into play because it is not a mitzvah chiyubis. Parenthetically, Ravadia was very, very strong, and he actually argued and he held that it was a mitzvah chiyubis. He held that every Jew living anywhere outside Eretz Yisrael, they have a chiyub gomer to make aliyah. But that's definitely not the approach of, uh, of the mainstream. Uh, continuing here in Sifkatin Chavtes, you should specify that they should stop on Shabbos. In this case, in contrast to the, the situation of boarding the boat, here you really have to make this stipulation. And if they don't agree to it right there and then, then you can't go with them. Why are we more stringent here? Well, it's based on what the Mechaber said. Here the the Chilul Shabbos is much more korov levadai than the case of going on a boat. Sivkat Lamed, Yachol Leleches. So we said if you made the stipulation and they agreed, and you went with them, however, it turns out they're not going to stop, then you're allowed to continue with them. Imis Yare Lizakib Midbar Shema Yivgushu Bochayos Rose. If you're scared to stay there in the desert because wild animals might come, or Yivgu Lubalilistim, Vyigzulim Benu Behemto, or bandits might come and steal your animal, and you can't walk, and you'd be in danger. Or they might steal your possessions, and you'd be unable to sustain yourself in the desert. Or they might steal clothing from you in a time where it's cold. These are all examples of Suffolk Pikuach Nefesh or it would be mutter to keep on traveling with the caravan, even outside the Tchum. Sivkat in Lamed Aleph, Chutz L'Tchum. V'hu adin afilu Chutz L'Yudbeis Mil Nami Shari. Be mutter even to go more than Yudbeis Mil, which according to some Rishonim, like we mentioned last time, is actually an Issa Deiraisa. Ad she'egiyah l'makom she'ein sham shuv chashash sekanas nefashos, v'yipored mehem v'yishbo sham, until you arrive at the place where there's no longer a sekana, and then you'd have to stop there. And once you get to that destination, you would have 2,000 Amos in, in every direction. The Mechaber told us that if you enter into a city, once Shabbos begins, you could go throughout the entire city. Because you left the Tchum based on Pikuach Nefesh, and you left at the proper time, 
Either you left the first three days of the week, or you did so litzorach mitzvah. Therefore, you have a different halacha. Usually, if you go outside the tchum, you only have dalad amos, because you left virishus, and then you have 2,000 amos. Or in this case, you can walk around the entire city. However, for this heter, it's only if you're going for a real mitzvah, not going for parnasa, right? We can't use the broad definition of mitzvah of the Ramah to be mekel in this case. The af dasa gasham ze mikri tzarech, shagam ze mikri tzarech mitzvah, even though the Ramah holds that going for business is also considered tzarech mitzvah. Mikol makom le'inyin shiyayachol alech betach kol ha'ir, the heter of going throughout the entire city, or the heter of having 2,000 amos, do not rely on the Ramaz definition of tzarech mitzvah regarding this, because many poskim do argue. Mechaber said that even if you, you stop outside the city, you're allowed to enter into the city and go throughout the entire space of the city since you left for Dvar Mitzvah. Says the Mishnah Bura, But if you left for Dvar Nefesh, even though now you're allowed to go outside the Tchum because Pikuach Nefesh, However, since you were um, going against the Chachamim by leaving within three days of Shabbos, and it was not Ledevar Mitzvah, you would be in the same category as anybody else who goes outside the Tchum, you would only have Arba Amos. However, if you left in the proper time, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, um, even though it's for Devarishus, even though now you have to you have to go outside the Tchum because Bikuach Nefesh, you have 2,000 Amos in all directions, like we say in Simon Tuf Zion. Od Kosov. If you went on this journey with the caravan, Within three days, because you assumed it was mutter, you never you never learned the reish mem ches before. So havile shogeg v'yeshlo ruach. That's a shogeg, and therefore, once you stop, you would still have two thousand amos in all directions. Chen kosvu shariach ronim. Sifkat alamadalid l'schara. If you're going for business, that's considered dvar mitzvah. Filu yeshlo mazonos v'holich l'schara laharvacha. Even if you're going to, to get more money, it's not that we need this money to live. Baruch Hashem, we're doing well, we're getting a decent salary, but there's a wonderful opportunity, so I'm going to travel to make some more money that's still Dvar Mitzvah. How about traveling in order to collect money from a non-Jew that owes me the money, and he, presently he's sick, so if he dies, I, I might lose out on all of that money. As long as he's not really in the throes of death, it's not called the Vadai Hafsid. Eli Rabba says you can be lenient here, it shouldn't be any different than going for business in general. You'd be allowed to leave within three days of Shabbos for something like this to, to get the money back that's owed to you. I am the command Simon Chin Lama Tess, Magan of Rom, Sifkat and Yagimel, the Mishnah Brusham Lamad Hay, the Halicha Shayara. So the Ramah said that 
Therefore, people are mekel, they go with caravans, even Erev Shabbos, if they're going for business. And the Magan of Ram argues and says one should not be mekel within three days based on these types of cheshbonos. Only time we say don't make a macha is if that's the custom and people are doing it. But in a place where that's not the accepted norm, then you should not be mekel. Because many poskim argue on their ma, and they say in order to leave within three days, you have to have a mitzvah gemura. So we've concluded Simon Reish Memchas, Baruch Hashem. I'd like to share with you a few practical applications that we could derive from the usodos of this simon. First, we'll discuss a couple of ideas not related to traveling. Uh, case number one if you're going for surgery, Obviously, based on these usodos, if you could schedule the surgery for earlier on in the week versus later on in the week, that would be the ideal. If based on the doctor's schedule or based on the fact that chas v'shalom is an emergency, you could do it whenever you need be. Let's say you're the doctor and you're on call on Shabbos, and you might have to be uh, going to the hospital and be mechal Shabbos, and you're there Friday afternoon. Are you allowed to go home to be with your family Friday night? knowing full well that you might have to go back on Shabbos and be Mechal Shabbos. So Shlomo Zaman Arbach is quoted in the Shmir Shabbos Kulchasa, and he says that it's mutter to go home, that's L'Tzorach Mitzvah, and if you have to be Mechal Shabbos, okay, you have to do so. Ramosha though, in the Tshuva, argues, and he feels you should have to stay over um, near the hospital in order to avoid that scenario. Obviously, this is a much more complex question. Each, each child should be addressed individually. These are always very difficult childs. One more application would be if a person's in the IDF and their position is something that's in the category of Sakonis Nefashos, if they could choose to do their job on a Thursday versus Shabbos, then all else equal in a vacuum, you should choose Thursday to avoid Chela Shabbos. If it's too much of a tircha, if it's too much of an inconvenience, then Shabbos would be fine as well, Medina. Let's go through a couple of applications regarding uh, different forms of transportation on Shabbos. Uh, there's a tshuva of the Chassam Sofer and Chelik Vav Simen Sadi Zayin, where he speaks about taking a train on Shabbos. Now, obviously, many of the factors that we were speaking about um, in the Rishonim regarding boarding a ship would not apply to a train. Uh, Tosvos, who speaks about the Gezer of swimming, obviously has no application to a train. The, uh, the Balamor about coming to a situation of Sekhanas Nafashos also would not be uh, relevant. However, the Rach where he says the whole problem is going outside the Tchum, that would be very relevant. Uh, trains, obviously, if you're traveling a far distance, that's going outside the Tchum. The Rif, where he spoke about the Bittel of Oneg Shabbos, that would be relevant as well. It might not have the same level of uh, sea sickness when it comes to a boat, but spending an entire Shabbos in a train would likely take away from Oneg Shabbos. The Chassam Sofer himself concludes that there might actually be an Isser Deraisa here based on the Ramban. The Ramban in his parish in Chumash, in Parshas Emor, he speaks about a type of Deraisa where it's Uvda Dechol on a Deraisa level. If you're doing something that's just so, it's so similar to mundane activity, it's a lack of Shvisa. He says, in contrast to a boat, the boat is, is pretty much just sitting there and the water is taking it. But when it comes to a train, where the train is moving and your body is shaking, it might even be some level of deraisa, 
where it's just such a mundane activity, you're being shaken and moving around. Uh, so it's clear in a train you have the major issue of tchum, and you have this other concern of the riff of being mevatel oneg Shabbos, and then the Chassam Sofer says there's a different issue of major uvda dechol. And a similar question comes up with a bus. Let's say you would be able to take a bus on Shabbos, where it's not stopping for me. Uh, there's 14 people by the bus stop, and the majority of them are non-Jewish, so there's no mulacha being done for a Jew. Uh, and also, let's say theoretically, I don't have to pay. There's some kind of system set up where they believe me. Would I be able to board the bus and ride that on Shabbos? So again, there could be a tchum issue, but if it's within the city, you could avoid tchum. So Moshe is a tshuva on this in, um, in Yeridea. This is the first chilek of Yeridea at the very end of Simon Mem Dalid. He says, B'dover lisa al habas v'trains ha'olchem rak b'ir shaleke iser tchumin going on a bus or a train within the city so there's no iser tchum b'ofen shalayamid v'yishvil yisrael it's not stopping just for you hinei af shemidina ein nira b'za iser I don't see any official iser l'mishalo yitztarech l'shalayim if you don't have to pay, if they believe you, they know you, whatever the case is, Mikol Mokum Chas V'Sholem Lahatir Dover Kazeh. Ramosha says, Chas V'Sholem to be Mekel and something like this. After the Var Mitzvah, even for something like a Mitzvah, Da Iser Maris Ayin Vada Yesh Bezeh, Kivin Shubat Aruba Lo Yanichim Lisa Belot Tashlumin. There's a major issue of Maris Ayin because most people don't travel for free and people be choshed you that you carried money or that you gave them money. He says, and even if for some reason you never have to pay, it would still be or something like this, that is a Hashem Godel. Ramosha concludes, there's a principle, you, you, you can't be makel when it comes to a milsa de tamiya. It's just so, it's so out of, the, out of the ballpark of what Shabbos should be. So that's Ramosha's psak regarding riding a bus. Obviously, if there's Sikhanas Nafasho, so there's um, major, major tzrachim, there could be potentially ways of doing it uh, because there's no official iser. But without any major, major tzarech, obviously there'd be no heter. One last interesting question would be, is one allowed to fly on a plane during Shabbos? Now, first glance, it's hard to imagine how is that, how is that even feasible? How do you board the plane? But theoretically, you could have a situation where you're boarding the plane Friday afternoon in, in L.A., and it's flying to Tokyo. And by the time you land in Tokyo, it's already after Shabbos. And you're spending Shabbos on the plane. Would there be any heter for that? One could argue, I'm going for business, so it's a Ladvar Mitzvah. I could leave Friday, and I'll be traveling over Shabbos, and I'm not doing any malacha. So it's interesting, the, the rationale of the Balamor, there's a concern for Chilo Shabbos because of Pekoach Nefesh, that would not apply to planes. The, uh, the concern of the Ramban, that non-Jews are doing malacha for us, would also not apply, assuming that Rov of the passengers are non-Jewish. There'd be no issue of getting Hanav from Malachas Akum. The concern of the Rach, going outside the Chum Shabbos, would also not apply. In contrast to a train, where you're within 10 Tfachim of the ground, a plane is obviously not. So there'd be no Isr of Tchum as well. One could argue that according to the Rif, the issue of Bittel Oneg Shabbos could apply. Spending uh, whatever it is, 11, 13 hours on the plane to Tokyo over Shabbos would not be fun. Uh, might depend on the airline.
But I think the main issue would be, even if theoretically you can't point to any particular Isser, Ramosh's Tshuva regarding buses and trains would apply to a plane as well. It's a Milsa de Tamiya and the Ein Lahatir. We'll continue with the Rejmem test next time.